everybody and welcome to another episode of Better by 50. I am your host Mike. Um, today we're going to take a journey back uh, all the way to Monday. This is basically the first journal entry in my um, road to being better by 50. We're going to discuss the um, food intake that I had for the week, uh, what foods filled me up, what foods left me kind of wanting more. Uh, we're also going to discuss the workout schedule that I kind of kept this week, and <clears throat> we'll go over my macros, what my goals were, what I averaged per day, um, and then what we will do is I, I will also at the end, I'll discuss some positives from the week and some negatives. Um, these I'm going to consider as uh, non-scale victories and non-scale failures, um, and then finally, at the end of the show, I am going to um, let you know how I did on the scale. Um, for the record, I'm going to state right now that um, on last Sunday, I weighed myself and I weighed 350.5 pounds. So that's where my starting uh, line was last Sunday. And I weighed myself again yesterday. I plan to weigh on Saturdays um, every week. And preparing for the episode. So I will have that uh, news for you at the end of the show. So this week I got physical activity six out of the seven days. I'm just going to kind of break it down quickly for you and then we'll go into the exercises. Um, I did three days of yoga. I did two days of strength training. I walked five miles or I'm sorry, five days this week. Uh, for a total of six miles, and I did one day of lawn mowing with a push lawn mower. So um, I tracked that exercise because it did burn a significant amount of calories. Um, so uh, what I've been doing is I've been getting up at 6 a.m. Uh, I've been getting dressed, doing all the things I need to do to prepare to go downstairs um, and uh, work out. Um, so Monday morning, I started with a 46-minute session um, with the DDP yoga plan. Um, Dallas Page has this um, introductory episode, which basically shows you how to do the movements safely so that you do not injure yourself. I, I do want to set this out there that I am using a chair. Um, I'm using it for stability and for assistance if I feel like my knees have locked up when I'm in a bent over or a crouched position, um, or if I feel as though I'm losing balance. With my knee history, I feel that this is the safest way to start, but I can tell you that I'm using it very sparingly, um, and I am feeling the burn uh, in my muscles the afternoon and the morning after um, doing these sessions. So Monday basically looked like a 46-minute yoga session. Um, later in the evening, I walked uh, one mile. Um, I went for a one-mile walk with my wife, uh, so I burned some calories there. Um, <clears throat> and Tuesday was strength training. I did some chest, some arms, a little bit of um, shoulders. Um, I just used... Two dumbbells, uh, you know, the max weight, I think, was 40 pounds, uh, but I had them broken up into two 20-pound uh, dumbbells. And the reason for this is I, I haven't really been 
mobile or exercising, whether it be cardio or weightlifting since um, November, as I said in a previous show. Um, so I wanted to ease back into it without hurting myself, um, you know, as being 47 years old and being inactive for, you know, o- over six months now, um, I wanted to be careful and take those, I'm um, taking those baby steps, working my way to when I can get back to what I was doing previously. Um, so on Tuesday, you know, I did the, the weight training and again, I walked a, a mile um, and during later in the day with my wife. Um, Wednesday, I, I moved on to the scheduled session, a 21 minute session of very isolated, um, negative rep, breathing, um, anchored to the floor, uh, yoga with the DDP yoga. Um, again, the, the key is to get your heart rate with the, the DDP yoga to have that wireless heart rate monitor, get your heart rate into that fat burn zone. Um, and it actually keeps it up on the screen so you can see what your heart rate is and you know if you're in that fat burn zone. Um, so I was I was good there. I did about 47% of the workout. I was in the um, the fat burn zone. So that was positive for me. Um, again, later in that day, I went for a walk. Um, and then moving to Thursday, Thursday was a little bit different. I tried this new, um, you know, tension band there's these new bands out that everybody is is all the craze so i did my leg workout pretty much body weight um with the resistance of some bands on some specific exercises um it it went well i mean i didn't fall over i didn't hurt myself uh, it just felt uncomfortable with the bands you know pulling on my skin or pulling on the hair in my legs so um, for that, I definitely am going to continue to try and improve on those exercises and continue to use that piece of equipment. However, I believe I just need to wear long pants um, and, and that will help with that. Um, and then finally, we get to day three of yoga. Um, same 21 minute session that I did earlier in the week. Um, and again, I mean, it, it's such a dynamic activity believe it or not that within that 21 minutes I was at 56 you know I was in fat burning zone for 56 minutes of a or 56 percent of a 21 minute workout and and I can tell you right now I was more sore the morning after in the days after doing the yoga than I was when I did the weight training so I'm certainly looking forward to the next seven weeks on this particular program. Obviously, there's um, stand one, stand uh, stand two, uh, stand three. These are all things that can be, um, they're different workouts from the same program utilizing the chair. So I'm looking forward to all of those. Um, so my weekend exercise was, and I did one day, you know, again, I said I worked out six out of seven days. Uh, I did one day of mowing the lawn where I used a push mower for, I think it was roughly about a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. But believe it or not, it burned significant amount of calories and it happened to be on Friday, uh, the warmest day of the week in my area. Um, so that was, it was good. I mean, 
I feel good after a week of exercising six out of seven days. I feel as though uh, now I'm going to be able to tackle it and add a little bit more on to my weight training workouts. You know, I'm going to kind of pinpoint and uh, do a more focused workout um, each time I touch the weights because there's a lot there's a big misconception when you're trying to lose weight that you should stay away from lifting Um, I am of the firm belief because again I'm a former baseball player basketball player that you need weight training along with a good cardio plan as well as a good diet in order to allow your muscles to uh, regenerate, recoup, refresh, um, and breathe. That's the biggest thing is I think the weight training, along with all the other things that you need to do in order to lose weight or to, to maintain a healthy lifestyle, helps your muscles breathe. And if your muscles breathe, they're going to grow. They're going to become, they're going to firm up. They're going to be less, you're going to be less flabby. You're going to be less um just less unattractive i guess you would is the word that i would use for me is as i as i get in shape i feel like i'm no longer unattractive physically Um, not that anybody said that i'm unattractive it's just my internal feeling that's kind of one of um it's a roadblock that i'm kind of facing and that i have to overcome uh, through my journey. Um, so we're going to go ahead and now we're just going to ease into the diet and kind of go over what the diet looked like this week. Um, I set uh, a caloric intake of 1500 calories per day. My average for the week was 1417 calories per day. So some of you may be asking, why did I set 1500 calories? I know my body uh, because I was skinny once and I was in shape. Um, You know, I formerly in the United States Army. I know how to stay in shape. I know what is good for my body and I know what helps me uh, fuel it and and what can help me get back to my goal weight of 220 to 225 pounds. Um, So this week, my calories were were within my goal, the 1,500 calories. I drank plenty of water. I drank a gallon of water a day, uh, which has always been my um, my goal or my when I when I'm in my when I'm in my headspace that I'm losing weight and that I'm dieting and that I'm doing this to live healthy. I've always made sure I consumed at least a gallon, uh, uh, at most a gallon of water a day. Um, <clears throat> so what my diet looked like basically it was in the morning i would eat whether it be a hard-boiled egg some cottage cheese and some uh, spicy guacamole they come in little packets so uh, i was eating that consistently some days i would scramble up some uh, one egg with a few egg whites and put a little bit of four uh, you know like one ounce or two ounce or one ounce of uh you know, grated cheese over it with the the guacamole, and then I would have a you know a serving size of cottage cheese. Um, th- so that was pretty much most of the week, and that's what I have planned to do for my breakfasts next week. You know, is the the same thing. Consistency is key for me. Um, if I don't remain consistent, uh, I'll be binging on granola. 
Um, I'll be binging on Dunkin' Donuts, um, whether it be their sandwiches or their donuts. Uh, I'll be, I'll just be, you know, going crazy on anything that's in the refrigerator that I probably shouldn't be eating. Um, so consistency is key for me in breakfast. So that's why I kind of have my same uh, diet planned out for uh, this week. Uh, lunches. Lunches consisted of a nice, healthy salad, uh, which, you know, it had the standards, carrots, radishes, uh, celery, onions, um, spring mix is what I used, um, and what else? Um, and then I would eat, uh, I would, and some chickpeas, uh, some chickpeas on a couple of days. And then I would put a protein on top, roughly about three to four ounces of chicken. Um, if we had it, if not, I would, uh, make sure that there was, you know, like a mozzarella cheese stick or two, there's 70 calories. So I would maybe have two of those sprinkle, you know, chop them up and sprinkle them throughout. So I get bites of cheese for the protein. Um, this week in the lunch, um, I'm, I'm actually prepping some chicken uh, to go with the salads. I'm all, I also have hard-boiled eggs that um, on days that maybe I don't feel like having chicken, I can slice up a hard-boiled egg and, and throw that sucker in my, in my salad. Um, and alongside the salad, uh, you know, I'm drinking water. That's pretty much what I'm doing with um, the intake there. So it's salad and water and then you know i'm making uh now we're moving on to dinner uh dinner i am you know i'm, I'm eating whatever uh, i may you know i'm i'm the cook in the house so it's whatever i make is pretty much what's eaten uh we had some steak tips this week and i measured those out uh, along with some butternut squash uh, one night we had chicken and we had it with um summer squash um and then we had some other um with you know zucchini so i'm eating vegetables a majority i'm trying to stay away from things like potatoes and rice um except for sweet potatoes my wife and i made this delicious thing i pick, i sent a picture out on instagram um where it's roasted sweet potatoes with black beans and salsa verde um with an uh, with a chopped avocado and a little bit of feta cheese, a half of an avocado and a little bit of feta cheese on there, um, and it was delicious. And it was about four hundred and sixty-five calories for what they considered a serving to be, um, which was a fourth of the recipe. So I ate one, basically one taco worth, um, is what I ate. But I didn't eat the tortilla. Um, and you know, this week we have some things planned you know for dinner it's it's some chicken some ground beef all of these come with vegetables and i'm gonna stay away from the um the starches the rices the potatoes uh, white potato i should say um, and i'm gonna pile pretty much half my plate with um vegetables and then have a, a decent serving uh, caloric wise of a protein a high you know a high uh, protein food whether it be fish chicken or beef uh, I know I have like pork on the menu this week um, so I'm looking forward to coming up with a good idea for that so that it's kind of healthy-ish um, and then 
you know, I would always have a snack. Right around 8.30-ish, I would have a snack. And that snack would consist of uh, very low-carb foods. I would eat something like um, hard pepperoni. I would eat about an ounce or ounce and a half, two ounces at most, depending on what my caloric intake was pre uh, for earlier in the day. And then about one ounce of Colby Jack cheese or um, pepper jack cheese, depending on what I was in the mood for. Um, and that would kind of cap off my evening. I'd, I'd have a little spicy brown mustard to dip it in, and um, it was enjoyable. I mean, it filled me up. All of these foods filled me up. I felt as though um, at the end of the day, I had eaten enough that I did not need to cheat. I did not need to snack. Um, along with the, you know, the gallon of water that I was drinking, I was staying full. And I didn't feel like I was depriving myself of calories that I needed. Um, so I was very proud in that sense that um, I was able to, um, for lack of a better word, I was able to sustain and um, feel fulfilled, I, I guess you would say, with the, the food that I ate uh, throughout the week. So this is where we're going to now kind of move in, stay on the food path, but we're going to move into the macros. This is kind of where I am not very well educated, and I don't know where these numbers need to be or where they should be. Um, I just know that right now I'm focusing on low carb, um, so I'm trying to keep a lot of the, the, you know, the, the carbs out of my diet. Um, so the way that I've set it up uh, through my, I use the MyFitnessPal app. Um, I have it set up at 20% of my day. Um, 20% of my caloric intake is set up as carbs. 35% is set up as fats. And then 45% is set up as proteins. Those were my daily goals. And ultimately, you know, the weekly goal for the cumulative amount uh, should come within those those percentages, equaling 100% of my daily intake. What I found uh, when I did started putting together my uh, notes for today's show was that uh, my carbs on a daily basis uh, for the and the week uh, stayed at 13% on average per day, so about 7% lower than what I had shot for in a goal. Uh, which I'm happy with because I know I wasn't taking in those carbs that, you know, were bad or, you know, I, I believe that the majority of the carbs that I brought in were good carbs. They were from foods that I had put in salads, foods that I had put in or vegetables or eggs or whatever it may be that it came from. Um, and, and, and I'm going to, as this moves on, as, as my journey goes on, I'm going to start educating myself on this. Uh, so that I can understand what I'm getting in the way of carbohydrates. Is it a good carbohydrate? Is it a bad carbohydrate? Um, is there even a such thing as a good carbohydrate? I, you know, I'm not a professional. I don't know that. Um, there are much smarter people out there than me that I would certainly like to have conversations with to understand this. Um, and hopefully I'll get the opportunity to do that. Um, and then fat. This is where my percentages were a little bit off. I, I ended up with about a 56% um, at 56% of my intake on the week was fat. And I'm kind of, as I reflect back on the week, I'm looking at it and I'm guessing that that 56%, a lot of that was probably attributed to 
excuse me, probably attributed to the uh, hard pepperoni that I was eating. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep it in my diet. I'm just going to reduce the amount that I'm going to be um, consuming. Instead of two ounces at night, I'll do an ounce. Um, you know, instead of two ounces of cheese, I'll do an ounce. And that way, you know, uh, eat more cal calories with breakfast and or lunch um, and dinner um, and save the snack, you know, that last bite that I eat about an hour and a half before I go to bed um, less so that I am still fulfilled, um, you know, and no longer hungry and wanting to snack, uh, but reduce that percentage and kind of boost it up, maybe boost up the, uh, the protein or, um, you know, eat more vegetables, just something to kind of reduce that 56%. So I'm looking forward to that uh, history as we go through. Um, and then, th then proteins, you know, obviously with the math, that tells you that my protein was at about 30%, which is about 15% lower than what I was shooting for. So I think if I increase my protein, lower my fat a little bit, you know, fat was about 21% higher than it was what my goal was. Uh, protein was about 15% um, lower than where I wanted it to be. So um, I think if you know, I, I focus on other foods or other um, calories coming from maybe instead of three ounces of chicken at lunch, I'm eating five ounces and, you know, I'm, I'm getting calories and protein from there and reducing the fat at the end of the night. That's that's kind of the way I'm going to approach it in week two. And, and my plan also through this journey is I'm going to keep all of this information from week to week. I'm not only going to do a journal entry by episode from week to week. I'm also going to keep this actually in a journal on my computer um, in a Microsoft Word document from week to week so I can compare. So my goal is every four or five weeks, uh, every so I would say every fifth episode. So uh, now we're in week one. I'm going to do four weeks, then that fifth week, we'll recap the week, and then we'll look back at the previous month to see where I've improved, where I've failed, and if any of the positives that I had from previous weeks have now become negatives or are no longer on the list, or in those things that are negatives, are they now <clears throat> off the list, and have I broken down those barriers on the negatives, um, on the non-scale failures? which ultimately is the goal. We want to have more positives than we do negatives. We want to have more victories than we do failures. So I think tracking it on paper is just as important as tracking it on by talking to you guys every week. Um, I think that that's two pieces of the puzzle that I'm going to need in order to be successful at the end of my journey, whenever that may be, whether it's when I'm 50, whether it's when before I'm 50, whether it's after I'm 50, but my journey, um, even though we call I call the show Better by 50, is a lifelong journey with a goal of being better health by the time I'm 50, uh, so that I can be here for my wife, my daughters, my grandbaby that's on the way. So these are all the things, as well as my personal feelings and my personal goals. These are all 
um, not secondary, but all uh, bullet points on my list of why this journey is important to me. Um, so this is where, uh, you know, the positives from this week were, uh, and again, they're, I'm considering them as non-scale victories um, and, or yes, non-scale victories. And um, I can tell you that being mobile and getting up and doing the exercises that I was doing and, and doing the, um, doing all of the yoga and the stretching and the weight training and believe it or not, the walking, um, I'm feeling less pain in my knees um, and I, I'm feeling like I'm able to move around a lot easier when I wake up in the morning I don't take that 30 seconds to a minute to try and stand up and stretch my legs and get the kinks out of my knees before I try to walk um, and that to me just in five days of six days of working out and being more active in the morning and then throughout the day or evening when I go for my walk that is incredible that my knees that I felt like were going to blow out at any moment two weeks ago are feeling that much better. I mean, obviously, it could just be the initial boom, you know, you're moving and, you know, things could go back to the way they were last week. But I'm remaining positive on this topic and hopefully the... Um, you know, the, the consistency and the, uh, the everyday being active, eating healthy, dropping weight will ultimately lead to uh, a better position for my knees and the way that they are, um, that they are, um, feeling. Um, I've also noticed that, believe it or not, I've not been as tired as I was previously. I have prior this week alone, I can tell you that I used to go to bed anytime between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. I would say to my wife, I'm done, I'm going upstairs, and I'd be zonked out within 10 minutes of getting upstairs, and I would be out. Uh, now I found just this week alone with this movement and on all of this is I'm, I'm staying up. I feel like I'm not tired at the end of the night. I feel like, you know, 10 o'clock is a good time. Um, so at 10 o'clock, uh, typically staying down, spending time with my wife, watching TV, you know, DVR, whatever show, whatever, um, playing games on my phone, whatever it is, just to keep my mind busy um, and then I would go to bed at 10 o'clock and my wife has been joining me and we've been going to bed at the same time which has been incredible um, and then falling asleep within 10 or 15 minutes so I'm out by 10 15 I'd say 10 30 at the latest um, and then I sleep through the night uh, before I was having trouble with my knees when I would roll over so that was an issue that I'm um, seeing also has disappeared. Um, but it's amazing. Just those two little things. Um, 
going to bed at a consistent time, waking up at a consistent time, um, and then exercising, um, I'm seeing a big difference in the chronic pain that I was having as well as my fatigue levels. The fatigue levels being much lower. I mean, I'm, I'm staying up, like I said, till 10 o'clock and it's, it's feeling good. So I'm, I'm glad that there is, is that. Um, and then, as I said, consistently getting up at 6 a.m. and getting ready and doing what I need to do in order to make and maintain my goals and my workouts. And um, so that's those are the three biggest positives that I've brought out is that I've consistently been getting up at 6 a.m. I have less pain and I've seen less fatigue and I'm going to bed a little bit later. Um, still getting about eight hours of sleep. So I'm not I'm not um, cheating myself on sleep. Um, so there, that's always good. Um, and then now we're getting into the negatives, what I'm calling as non-scale failures. And again, Please, anybody who's listening to this show, if, if a non-scale failure is not something is not what I should be calling it, please let me know. I want to make sure that I am telling you or giving you the correct terminology. I want to be on a, a good level with all of you. I don't want you to feel like I'm insulting anybody or insulting the fitness community because I'm not a professional. I don't claim to be. I'm not here to give you advice. This is literally me telling you my story week by week, uh, feeling by feeling. Um, so my negatives for week one, um, I, I'm still feeling as though I'm not accomplishing anything. Even though um, I know I'm eating healthier, I know I'm getting up and I'm working out, I, I know that I had a positive number on the scale um, in the correct direction. Um, but I just feel like it's not enough. Like I can't, like I have to give more and I don't understand why I'm thinking that way. So please, if you listen to this episode, drop comments wherever you listen to it, whether it be uh, Spotify, will soon be available on iTunes, um, or you know, email the show at betterby50 at gmail.com and I'll be glad to communicate with you or on Instagram at midlife underscore runner. Um, I'm always available. Um, and then roadblocks, they're 100% in my head. I can tell that. I know that these roadblocks are 100% in my head. And until I see, and this is going to sound horrible, but until I see that big number, that big week where I drop a, you know, doesn't have to be double digits, but close to it, um, I think I'm, I'm just going to have that feeling that this is, going to be another one of those times where I am going to fail and I am determined to get that mindset out of my head. So again, please, anything you can do, any suggestions, any comments, please, you know, let me know and, and I, I, we can chat and you can help me through it, whatever it may be. Um, and then I'm finding it. I'm finding that this is hard already and I'm only in week one and I think what I'm finding hard is that I don't I don't have the ability to leave and go to my gym and do proper weight training um, I don't have the ability to go to the gym and use the treadmill or the elliptical or the bike um, 
I'm not a big fan of walking on the roads because it does put a lot of toll on my knees, but I know that I need to get out and do it. So I'm sucking up whatever my feelings may be and I'm getting out and I'm doing it. Um, so again, that's the, the three positive, three negatives, and that's kind of where I'm going to leave it for the show. It's going to be three and three, three P and three N. Uh, three positives, three negatives, um, or, you know, three non-scale uh, victories versus, and three non-scale failures, NSV and NSF. Um, so, yeah, and again, I, I'm babbling there, but uh, basically I'm going to have three positives every week, and I'm going to have three negatives. That's, that's how I'm going to review my week at the end uh, before I give you my scale victories if i have you know i'm going to be transparent if i lose weight i'm going to tell you if i gain weight i'm going to tell you uh because that's what this is about this is about me getting in shape getting healthy and losing weight over a long period of time i know that there are going to be dips and valleys um, along the way um, and i'm ready for them and i am open to any support um, or uh, dialogue uh, with anybody who listens to the show that's willing to help uh, in, in any way that they feel um, that they're able. So as I said um, at the beginning of the show, I weighed in at 350.5 pounds. Um, on yesterday morning, I weighed in and I weighed in at 347.6. So that is a net loss of 2.9 pounds for week one of my Better by 50 journey. I am ecstatic. I love that number. Um, I would have loved that number if it was 0.9 pounds. Um, uh, you know, it's numbers going down in the right direction, and I am looking forward to um, continuing this journey. This was just journal entry number one, week three of the Better by 50 podcast, um, but journal entry number one, week one in review, um, and I'm glad that I was able to express my feelings to all of you, and this podcast will get better. It will get more detailed. I think I have to sit down and actually make more, de uh, do more my due diligence in the uh, way that I'm going to approach this uh, to make it enjoyable for you and to make it enjoyable for me. Because if I get bored at this and I feel as though it's not helping me, um, I will leave um, and I probably will just give up on the whole journey. So I hope that that doesn't happen. But that is the week. Um, again, just quickly, I worked out six out of seven days. I averaged 1,417 calories per day on a goal of 1,500. Uh, my macros were 13% carbs, 56% fat, and 30% protein. And again, I plan to play around with those to bring the fat down and the protein up to meet my goals of the 20, 35, and 45%. Um, I had some great non-scale uh, victories and a, some mental non-scale failures um, and I dropped 2.9 pounds in uh, week one so now it's time 
for me to say on the week two. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And next week, we debut a new sponsor of Better by 50. Um, and I may actually have a contest so uh, for a free giveaway of um, one of the products that the um, sponsor is... Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to find something. And we're going to... Um, I'm also going to be debuting a new segment um, called the self-care minute. Basically, I'm just going to take a minute. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called, but safe care, self-care something or other um, where we discuss the importance of taking time to um, take care of yourself because we know in this world that we take care of others more than we take care of ourselves, and it is hella important for us to take care of ourselves. So, uh, again, I'm your host, Mike. This has been Better by 50, um, Episode 3, Journal Entry Week 1. I will see you all next week.